everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful and a little too hot Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And Dan. Yeah. Coming up today. We have a very serious discussion. Coming up yesterday. Coming up yesterday. <laughs> Shit. Later, well, coming up this, earlier this week. Later in the past. <laughs> we're going to be talking about, uh, about parades. Uh, Let me tell you something. I don't understand parades. No. You're, you're going to have to explain them to me. And uh, we're talking about one specific parade yeah. that happened on this uh, most recent 4th of July yeah. uh, down in uh, Provo, Utah. The, the, yes. the Freedom Festival Parade. The, the right? little, Isn't that what they call it? The little town that could be an <laughs> asshole to everybody. But with a twist, too. But with a twist. We'll see. Because the town actually wasn't being an asshole. Well, in that, a weird yeah. way. There's in a the, weird way. The, there's your twist right but, there. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll explain Ooh. what all that means later. Ooh, fun. On the show, How Dan. very exciting. But first, Dan, uh-huh. I feel free. I feel free. Clean cheeks and neck. <laughs> yeah. Even we bearded fellows mm-hmm. need to shave. Okay, look. You've heard us say it before. If you haven't checked it out yet, just... Go check it out, damn it. It's so easy, and it's free. <laughs> if you're a fella, you have to shave. Right. You don't have to shave everything. No. We don't shave everything. Clearly not. But if you do shave everything, if you do shave everything, you're definitely going to want to check this out. Yeah. Just give them a try. We're talking about harrys.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com, slash T-G-I-A, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where you go. You'll If you say, if you let them know that we sent you, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's by going to the TGIA part, mm-hmm. the slash TGIA. You get for free mm-hmm. the whole the, whole, the the little kit and caboodle. You get the the razor with the with the five precision engineered blades. Mm-hmm. You get the ergonomic handle. Mm. You get the so good smelling shave gel. Love that stuff. You get the uh, you get the travel uh, thing, little protector, little protector thing, thing for the travel. Uh, you get it all for free. You just pay shipping. You try it out. If you don't like it, you just stop it. No harm, no foul. There's, you have not been hurt by this. All you've gotten was some free stuff. Right. If you do like it, we think you will. Yeah. Okay. Then they just keep sending you stuff, and you don't have to worry about like ever having a dull blade or ever having any of that stuff. So it's easy. If you haven't tried it out, if you've been thinking about it, off your duff, just... <laughs> Go to harrys.com, sign up, and just try it. Yeah. Slash TGIA. Harrys.com slash TGIA. Try it. You'll help You'll help your, your favorite Frank and Dan out. And, and you'll help your cheeks and, and maybe even the rest of your face. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And do you uh, feel like your face needs some help? Do you do you shave your <laughs> chest? For, oh. At the, you know? Do they recommend it for... No, but I yeah. do. Really? You do? I don't know. I've never shaved my chest. Oh. Before. Okay. But try it. I don't know. <laughs> Give it a shot. <laughs> All right. Um, moving right along. Move. Yeah. Please move along. Um, I don't even know where to start. I Did I forget to bring the funny again? We've uh, we, we've, oh, we've lost track of the show. Oh, my God. The show's All over. Right. I, let me the see show's can, over. Let I'm me canceling. see if I can make this one am- amusing. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love it. So, um, you know this whole <laughs> horrifying thing that's happening on our border with the 
the families being detained. I do know uh, this horrifying. The, the, the immigrant uh, families that are being and detained. And all of these children the that are still separated from their families with yeah. no plan as to how to get them back yeah. together with yeah. them. Yeah. Sure. Sure. That Hel- whole thing. Hilarious so far. Keep going. Well, there is an Episcopal church in Indianapolis yeah. uh, that is protesting. Okay. Uh, they have um, put a detained holy family on their front lawn. Oh, I did see this. Yeah. Yeah. They put a, a nice little chain link fence. They basically broke around. out They broke out their uh, their nativity scene uh-huh. from Christmas. Yeah. Put it out on the front lawn. And put a chain link fence around it. Yeah. And they're running with the hashtag, every family is holy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, which I, I, I think is awesome. They're getting out there. They're making a statement. And it's getting some attention. And you know what? We need the... We need everyone in this country. Oh, we need the religious people, especially. But, and we really need the religious people and because a, there's there's a part of the religious community that is so hateful, right? That would support this, yeah, right. Well, you uh, know, and does Romans thirteen does say, <laughs> just submit, just do what the government tells you to do. <laughs> According to Jeff Sessions. Uh, anyway, the dean and rector, rector, ah, damn near killed her. Of uh, the Christ Church <laughs> Cathedral mm. uh, says, Holy Scripture is clear about how we are to treat people trying to find safety for their families. We, uh, we are to show mercy and welcome them. Yeah. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph were homeless and fled danger to seek asylum. Yeah, they, they fled to Egypt. That's true. Um, he also says we must not be divided by race, language, or culture. But reach out to care for our neighbors because every family is sacred. Um, please, more people do this. However, you can make the point. Yeah. Uh, th- this this uh, administration must continue to be shamed on on this and many other issues. Oh, all of the but issues. This one is so horrifying. Right. Yeah. Um, I I I I have one person on my Facebook feed. I. You know, a lot of our listeners actually friend me on Facebook, and a lot of a lot of podcasters just accept all friend requests. I don't because I keep my like people can still follow me, mm. and they'll get mo- they'll get my pretty much all of my posts. Right, um, but I don't allow I don't accept friend requests because I keep my Facebook. Like, I get it. You don't want friends. You want followers. That's I, that's cool. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. So don't be offended if I don't accept your friend request. But uh, but I will say this: I have one friend still. A friend from college who she is a uh, a rabid Trumpite conservative, mm. like just Breitbartian in her in her right wing extremism. And I can't even nail her down like she's super Christian and I can't even nail her down on this one. I'm like, I just started posting like uh, scripture after scripture after scripture that just say don't. That that are all about like Jesus himself saying, be neighborly, accept people, help people. Right. She's like, uh, and here's the here's the real kicker. She's an immigrant. No. But she's an immigrant from Spain. And mm. so like, you know, she she's like, Well, they I went through the process. Why can't they go through the process? Well, I don't know. Maybe they don't live in a wealthy country right. where they're super comfortable. Right. Maybe they are, you know, they weren't in, fleeing in, European socialism. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. What a horror. Oh, 
I can't Thank believe. God. So yeah, we we do I got out of that shithole Europe, right? Ugh. Just in time. It was terrible. It's going downhill so fast. No, I the uh, <laughs> it's amazing to me. We need to be applauding the religious people who are actually like living up to their to their pre, their creed of being kind to other people. Like mm. that's yes. okay. Great. Good. At mm-hmm. least you're doing that. Like, I don't like the religion thing, but at least you're doing it. Yeah. Do your religion. Yes. For God's sake. Yeah. All right. Um, speaking of uh, the intersection of religion and politics, I'm going to talk about, uh, you know, we just had Justice Anthony Kennedy re- decide, mm-hmm. declare that he's going to resign from the Supreme uh, Why the, did you say Supreme that, Court. I know. It's hard. I had gone a half hour without thinking about it <laughs> and feeling bad. Just having that nice, pleasant numbness <laughs> instead of the the constant looming dread that we just all feel now. It was lovely, Dan, and you just ruined it. I did ruin it. I'm going to talk about how... Here's the thing. If you paid any attention to what the right-wing extremists were doing and have been talking about for year, a few years now... Mm. What the the way that they've been rallying people to vote, especially their religious people, because frankly, they're kind of losing their grip on the religious right. The right wing is losing because the they've gone off the rails mm-hmm. completely. Yeah, I mean this. I mean, if anything, this thing at the border kind of points out they're not doing the Christian thing no. anymore at all. They're not even pretending at it at this yeah. point. But ever, but a lot of people felt like they were holding their nose to vote for Trump so that they could get this uh some some supreme court appointments and right. and some federal court court appointments. Right. Well, now that it's going to happen for them, a lot of these evangelicals are backing off of this thing. Like they were talking about we we can get Roe v. Wade overturned. That for the for our international listeners, I'm sure you're aware of it, but that's the uh the thing that that prevented any state from banning uh, abortion, right? Uh, but they're excited. They were they were chom- they were licking their lips. They were chomping mm. at the bit. They mm. were so excited about the idea of getting rid of Roe v. Wade. Well, now that it's going to be happening, they're like, oh no, that's not the big deal. We don't care about that. They're totally pretending like it doesn't mean anything to them. What? Like or like it, they're backing off of it. Jerry Falwell Jr. Uh, what? Was say he basically basically now he's like totally like playing it like it's no big deal. Quote, what people don't understand is that if you overturn Roe v. Wade, all that does is give the states the right to decide whether abortion is legal or illegal. My guess is there will probably be less than 20 states that would make abortion illegal if given the right. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. So ma- Well, fuck you for ruining the country then. Right. Well, well, there you go. They're making it what now they're pivoting to because they see. Here's the other thing. If Roe v. Wade is overturned, they've lost a huge selling point yeah. for their for for their conservative their religious right. Right. Because then what are they going to argue about? So now they're pivoting to it's about religious freedom. Right. So like for instance Johnny Moore, who's a uh, he's a Southern Baptist minister, he was the co-chairman of the Trump campaign's evangelical advisory board. Oh, thank God that. Exists. Yeah, right? Uh, he said, the left is going to try very hard to say this is all about overturning Roe. Uh, 
And he, which, of course, yeah, because that's what you were saying. Mm -hmm. But now he's saying that the more significant thing is about the religious freedom. And Tony Perkins, the, 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 who leads the Family Research Council, which, by the way, if there is a political, com like, group in the United States and the word family's in it, it means we hate gays and... Yeah, run screaming. Yeah, yeah. It's not okay. And there's and he's saying abortion was simply a factor in in the evangelicals' excitement about the Supreme Court. It's not the thing. It wasn't the it wasn't the big deal. I just think it's very interesting, um, because these people were talking nonstop about this, mm -hmm. and now they're just totally turning around and saying, "No, it's not a big deal." It, the big deal is now what they're calling religious freedom. Uh, and that means special they, rights yeah. for Christians. They realize they can get more with that. Yeah. Because now, because one of the things that they want is specifically exemptions for uh, the religious folk who are sort of the, the licensed. Actually, my article that I was about to talk about mm. uh, brings this up. Um, let me just get to it. Uh, a licensed professional civil rights act is something that they're, they're pushing, right? Uh, which would exempt pharmacists, medical personnel, right. and mental health practitioners from providing care to LGBTQ people and such matters as abortion and contraception. Yep. That's a stated goal. That's what they're trying to do. Theirs. I, I mean, well, since you're doing it, why don't we pivot to your story? Because are you uh, sure you're done? Yeah. I mean, you know, basically I've got a bunch of other people saying, that uh that you know that this isn't a big deal but what they're going to what the what they're actually like up to now mm -hmm. because they've seen they've seen that religion that, that like the abortion issue is only an issue as long as they can rail against roe v wade right and if that goes away suddenly they lose a huge like soapbox stump speech talking point right and they need it Right. To rally to because they've been hitting it so hard for so long, right? Well, so, and the the only way they get Roe v. Wade to go away is if they get a a collection of crackpots on the court. Well, because I think they could get rid of Roe. I they well they could weaken it further, right? Well, and what they can do is like like uh, Falwell said, they can get rid of it and and make it so that it's a state's rights issue, right? So yeah. you know. Uh, you won't be able to get an abortion in the South. You'll have to travel to get your abortion legally, to get a legal abortion. Right. right. All right. Well, the thing that I wanted to bring up uh, that ties in is um, a conservative push uh, in this country for um, a s legislative action at the state level uh. Uh, for um, laws like... Uh, the in God we trust laws that we've right. talked about on the show, right? Yeah. These um, we we've talked about license plates and states offering in God we trust license plates as right. an option um, for free, right? Yeah. No extra charge for for that specialty plate, um, which Utah has and right. a few other states have passed. Uh, but also, uh, what they're really trying to do is they're trying to get in God we trust posted in public schools, right? Uh, somewhere in the school mandatory posting and a number uh, and of states six states now have mandatory in god we trust posting laws 
Those states are Arkansas, Alabama, Florida, Arizona, Louisiana, and Tennessee. Probably not a lot of, no big surprise there. Right. Uh, one of the surprises in my mind uh, would be that Minnesota has passed a law, but it's uh, it permits in God we trust being put into public schools. It doesn't, which is so it. funny because it's already permitted. Like oh. that's that's just. Because I mean, it is the national motto. It's the national, and that's right. what, and it does suck because it really shouldn't should not be there. Right, that should be a First Amendment problem. Should be, but so far hasn't been. It's uh, it's held because up, of religious bias it, in it, this country. It has stood many a judicial test. Yeah, uh, because it's the national motto. Right. So, so uh, this whole thing. Uh, like I was saying, is part of a larger movement that is called uh, uh, Project Blitz. Yeah. Um, I've been kind of aware of this um, for a while now. Um, this is, uh, it, it, it would explain why these legislators are basically have pre-written laws on these issues mm -hmm. to run. Uh, because this organization, it's part of the uh, national, uh, it's called the Congressional Prayer Caucus Foundation. Right. Uh, and there are these, uh, there are 30 some prayer caucuses on the state level throughout the, the country um, where your legislators are joining up with other like-minded folk in an organized manner, calling it a caucus, and it is, uh, and uh, they are receiving this these pre-written laws right direct from this national organ rapidly conservative organization that is promoting here's just a, a, a brief list of things that they're promoting um, a religion in his and a religion in legal history act that they'd like to see passed at state level throughout which, the country, which, is, which means it endorses what? an appropriate presentation of the role of religion in the constitutional history of the United States uh, to be placed in courthouses and other public institutions right if you would like to see what they're talking about see the fourth of july ad uh ad that um that hobby lobby puts up every year oh right it's totally misleading right and um they bullshit. would like to see states pass resolutions on marriage that say that the state supports and encourages marriage between one man and one woman. Gotta love the uh, resolution. They're not, they're the non-binding, non-legal, non-law right. resolution that just says, well, we don't like it. Right. We think gays um, are yucky. They have a uh, so-called Child Protection Act uh, that would allow religious exemptions for adoption and foster care agencies from serving same-sex couples. Both Kansas and Oklahoma have passed a law like this uh, within, you know, just last year. Um, I mentioned the Licensed Professional Civil Rights Act. Um, there's also a Student Prayer Certification Act that would require states to certify that they are not preventing students from engaging in constitutionally protected prayer. Again, a law that means nothing because right. the students have the right to do it. Right. So passing a law that says our state makes sure <coughs> we certify. Right. That we have that they have this right, right, is just a waste of time and taxpayer money and all right. sorts of other stuff. And so we need to be watching our state legislatures closely. Yeah, um, you know, uh, here in Utah they meet once a year uh, for what forty five days or whatever it is in like January and February. 
Um, other states, they meet. There are states that meet every other year. There are states that have full-time legislatures. This can be a really hard thing to keep your eye on, um, but we need to be being we need to be really diligent and be calling our state representatives when these things are coming up. Right. Um, the, the, these are a very. This is part of a very carefully crafted plan. There, the 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 Republicans and conservatives in this country have been packing the uh, the judicial the judiciary with conservative appointments that are going to be very friendly to these laws, right? And oftentimes, conservative appointments that aren't even qualified. Yeah, I mean that's a whole. They're, they're not even. Story. In, they don't even care about the law. Right. What they care about is their religion, their ideologues, and they're yeah, yeah. and they don't know what they're what they're doing. Um, anyway. It should, it should be pointed out that we do have allies out there that we should probably be trying to work with. Yeah. Uh, there are religious people who actually see this as an affront to religion. Uh, I have um, uh, Roland Russell, a quote from a guy named Roland Russell here. He's a re- uh, retired United Church of Christ minister. Um, he's been active with um, Americans United for separation of church and state. Mm-hmm. Um he says, uh, they're destroying the integrity of religion in America. It makes me crazy that people with that understanding of Christianity are enforcing their theological perspective on everybody else. So this is a minority. This is not all believers who are going to be supporting this kind of stuff. Right. It's a rabid, um, think handmaid's tale worldview. Yeah. Um, just without all the, but they're know, well organized issues. and they're working hard. Yeah. Yep. So organize your damn selves and work harder. Yeah. There's more of us. Yep. <clears throat> um, I'm going to take us to the Vatican. I love the Vatican. Uh, where Pope Francis, we all know who he is, will recall, I, I will remind our listeners, that Pope Francis has a stated zero tolerance policy on uh, child uh, rape by priests, etc., that's clergy. a really good thing to have zero tolerance policy. Yeah, what he doesn't have <laughs> is a written policy or or any laws governing such things in the Vatican. The oh. Vatican itself, the Holy See, does does not have any policies in place to protect children from pedophile priests. Well done. Popey. He's required of, of all of his of all like everywhere in the world his all of his dioceses sort of have to have policies in pre, in place have to have sort of uh, what do they call them um, yeah they have to have some sort of written guidelines to prevent abuse mm. not at the Vatican though so now, he's created a, like this like um, sort of uh, lawless like neutral zone. Where priests can feel safe. Kind of. You know. I mean, now, in fairness, (laughs) there aren't that many children in the Vatican. Right. It is not a place where children live. There are no, you know, pretty much almost all of the residents uh, are unmarried men. Right. So not a lot of children happening there. But there are some. Um, Those poor unfortunate (laughs) Within the children. 44 acres that are the Vatican. Uh, mm. Now, mind you, uh, they they have the, the Vatican City's legal code does criminalize violence against children. Okay. That happened in 2013. 
It okay. wasn't even criminal until 2013. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, last month, the Vatican Tribunal convicted a former a former diplomat of possession and distribution of child pornography. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but there are, have been problems. Um, there was a because there's no clear cut policy there. Um, last year, a teenage seminarian teenager, mind you, mm-hmm. um, in the Vatican's youth seminary. Uh, accused one of the older boys of sexually molesting his roommate. Hmm. Nothing came of it. They did nothing. Well, that's not true. The Vatican didn't. Uh, they didn't. They they. There was a bit of an investigation. Um, no one bothered to interview the alleged victim. What? Uh, they didn't get the Vatican's police involved. They just a bunch of a few priests quote-unquote investigated and then uh, promptly expelled the kid that tried to blow the whistle on the thing and ordained the kid that that was accused oh my god so wow they they're really setting a good example great job vatican you done good well see that's that's how catholics operate outside of a legal system that's going to prevent that from happening right because that's exactly what we see what was repeated the world over the world over it was don't refer this to the to the authorities right. don't refer this to the criminal police make sure that you do you know we'll handle this internally and we'll do so by assuming that the priest who's been accused is probably a good guy so we'll just shuffle him off to a different place so that so that he's out of the you know out of, out of the minds of the people who are accusing him and uh and and hope for the best what else can you do, really, Dan? <laughs> Except hope for the best. Hoping, uh, you know, ho- hope springs eternal. <laughs> what, what more could we ask? <laughs> but hope. Gross. And convictions. The, yes, I guess hope yes. and conviction. Jail time. Right, yeah. People being locked away. Making sure, uh, protecting children. That I, hope, I, I have high hopes for that, but it doesn't seem to be it's happening. It's clearly never been much of a priority no so no. i mean <sighs> good on them i guess i don't know oh my god all right uh dan uh we've talked a little bit on the show recently about uh some places in europe um starting to have uh some real issues with their immigrant populations uh specifically their muslim immigrant populations yeah. um the uh you know there's a, a refugee crisis going on seemingly globally yeah. uh and uh and we're we're having a rough time with it uh europe's having a rough time with it and uh various different places have come up with uh different solutions sure uh each in their own way right and, and they all work they all all of the solutions well, let me tell you about this one dan great I'm you, guessing you, you may want go- to withhold I'm, your your judgment i'm guessing i'm about to hear something really pro- positive so Denmark uh, has uh, issued a set of new laws mm. um, that uh, <laughs> have defined uh, ghettos, immigrant ghettos in, mm. within their cities. It's, that's um, a, and let's just point out that that's a word that has worked so well. Well, we'll get, you, we're going to get to all of this, Dan. In the let past me, in Europe. Let, Dan, it, we're going to get to all of this. Uh-huh. We're going to get to all of it. Uh-huh. Um, 
the uh, they've they've passed. Uh, they've identified 25 neighborhoods uh, based on residents' income, employment status, education levels, number of criminal convictions, and quote non-Western background <laughs> in order to pick out these parts of Denmark. Uh, wow. They uh, they have identified so they are now legally defining ghetto parent and ghetto child. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, any ghetto children. Uh, starting at the age of one, must be separated from their families for at least 25 hours a week, uh, not including nap time, uh, for <sighs> mandatory instruction in Danish values. Oh, my God. Including the traditions of Christmas and Easter. Oh, my God. And the Danish language. Uh, oh. Non-compliance with uh, the, these new requirements on, on these ghetto parents uh-huh. um, could result in uh, the ending of welfare payments. Um, other Danish citizens are, of course, free to choose whether or not to enroll children in preschool right. uh, up to the age of six. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> this, is, this is really, really rough stuff. Yeah. Um, this Here is not are, good. Uh, in case anyone's wondering what the uh, the TGIA editorial uh, view of this is, this is bad. You, you can't just like when you're deciding on how to do, you know, like like how to separate things out. What you don't mm-hmm. do is go uh, neighborhoods and then uh, and then look for neighborhoods that check the box of not locals. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they <laughs> let's get into some other things that they're requiring in these these new sets of laws. Um, one uh, one measure, well, this one's under consideration still, uh, would allow courts to double the punishment for certain crimes if they are committed inside one of the twenty five neighborhoods. Um, another would impose a four year prison sentence on immigrant parents who force their children to make extended visits to their country of origin. Uh, oh, they're describing them as re-education trips. What the fuck? Um, this would that that would have a, a damaging effect on their quote schooling, language, and well-being. Taking they're forcing their kids, meaning taking their kids back to their ancestral home. Mm-hmm. Another law uh, would allow legal authorities to increase their monitoring and surveillance of ghetto families. Um, some proposals have been rejected already. Um, such as the one um, proposed by Martin Henriksen. He's a member of the Danish People's Party. It's a far-right party uh, that would confine ghetto children to their homes after 8 p.m. Oh, good. Yeah. When asked Mm -hmm. how they would enforce it, apparently he didn't blink and had no sense of... uh, how horrible the thing was that he was about to say. Right. He said that young people in these areas could be fitted with electronic ankle bracelets. Of course. Yep. <laughs> Great. Great. You, you solved it. You done solved it. Um, but this is, this is very prevalent thinking in Denmark right now, apparently. Denmark! Uh, apparently, uh, their justice minister, Soren Pape Paulsen, uh, said uh, he's on record saying uh, some would wail and say we are not equal before the law in this country. Yeah, and certain groups think? are punished harder, but that's nonsense. Oh, he said, um, noting that the uh, increased penalties uh, would affect only people who break the law. 
Right. See? <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, the same thing would be true if they just made it against the law to be brown. Might be helpful. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, really, like, you don't want to, like, pick out skin color. What they really should do is they should come up with some kind of symbol that they have to sew onto their clothes. Sure, sure. To, to make yeah, them I mean, out. that just that makes might, it... That, you know, because you know, what? you know they're a ghetto resident. You're, you're saving money. More harshly. You're saving money on the trackers. You know, if you just do that, <laughs> and lest anyone think we're using hyperbole here, um, the word ghetto, oh, yeah. in Europe, the history of that word is it was largely used to describe Jewish neighborhoods. Yes, pre World so, War Two. Here's a, uh, a quote from a social democrat who. Uh, who's in parliament mm. uh her name's yildiz Akdogan. um she, she says we call them ghetto well she she says um uh she she's worried that danes have become desensitized to the harsh rhetoric about immigrants and they no longer register the negative connotation of the word ghetto right yeah and it's echoes of nazi germany right? yeah blah 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 uh, just as you were saying, she, she says, we call them ghetto children, ghetto parents. It's so crazy. It is becoming a mainstream word, which is so dangerous. People who know a little about history are European, not so nice, period. <laughs> we know that what the word ghetto is associated with. They're putting the Dane back in dangerous. Yeah. And, you know, no, nobody wants to repeat that. Not so nice, period. No. <laughs> it wasn't very nice. <laughs> if I'm, I mean, I don't know my history too good, but if I remember it at all, it wasn't very nice. Yeah. That, that, that period in the 30s and 40s. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, a lot of this, they've, the politicians have been railing against a uh, parallel society. Uh, that they feel has has developed up in Denmark. The Danes have this like tradition, this idea of being this very unified place. The people all work together. They pay high taxes to like yeah. benefit each other um, and, and nobody and, else. And and they're more than welcome. They've been welcoming these people into their country, right? Right. With the idea that they would become Danish. Of course, they would opt into this Danish model. Like right. who wouldn't want to? I would gladly oh, yeah. go take assimilation classes in Denmark. <laughs> okay. Gladly if they let me in, right? Yeah. Um but um these folk don't really want that. They they're they're Muslim and they have their traditions and their ways and and uh but a very uh wise they they interview a very wise teenager in this article um a, some an 18-year-old Somali refugee who's been in Denmark since she was five. Mm -hmm. um, she says, it hurts that they don't see us as equal people. We actually live in Danish society. We follow the rules. We go to school. The only thing we don't do is eat pork. Um, and she points out that this treatment uh, is actually going to just have the effect of solidifying right. the parallel society that doesn't you know doesn't really it does a little kind of exist but like it's not going to be a radicalized insular us against them right thing if rather than just this group of people who live in your society benefit from your society and maybe in a generation or two you will be benefiting from them too right if you're right? in sort of economic terms if you're right? concerned about a parallel society happening the thing you don't do 
is further marginalize them. Right. Like, what you do is you show how your society benefits people. Right. You invite them to to participate at whatever level they are comfortable, and they'll come. And if it's so great, they'll do more and more. Right. They'll come to you more than more, more and more. But like ghettoizing them, literally, literally using the terms. <laughs> I don't think that's going to help with the whole parallel society thing. Yeah. All right. Well, so. I'm going to I'm going to close out with some maybe some oh, baby step positive news. Yeah. I, yeah, I got something that's at least a little bit happy. I don't know. Don't dangle that out in front of me, Dan. I no, you know, you're going to like this. Okay. Uh it it's not here. It's in Australia. Oh, fuck. Uh, but let me tell you something. Uh Australia is a very is is a successfully secular country in many ways. Mm-hmm. Uh one of the ways they're not, however, is how they open every session of parliament, which is with a recitation of the Lord's Prayer. Really? Yeah. I was not aware of that. I am now. Um, but uh, Lee Rhiannon, who is a parliamentarian, uh, she, uh, she's in the Greens party, mm. has decided to, uh, to go against that, to say, hey, uh, maybe it would be good if we didn't force all of, the, all of Parliament to recite a specifically Christian prayer. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. At the beginning of everything. Okay. And uh, she is going to make a motion uh, at, for a Senate inquiry into a proposed alternative. She says, oh. Senators, quote, Senators, let us in silence pl- pray or reflect upon our responsibilities to all the people of Australia and to future uh, generations. I have a suggestion. She's just saying a moment of silence. Here's their alternative. Yeah. The Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> America pledging allegiance to the United States of America. That's what they need to be doing. Um, it's she has she has gone out and gotten a a letter uh, s- signed by progressive religious leaders about oh. this. It's what you were talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. Sometimes we have allies out there. Father Rod Bauer of the English Anglican Parish of Gosford, um, mm-hmm. the Reverend Margaret Mayman of. Pitt Saint Uniting Church. Uh, That's a weird name. I don't know what that means. And <laughs> Rabbi Jeffrey Cammons of the Temple Emmanuel. <clears throat> excuse me. Mm. Of the Temple Emmanuel at Wulahura. Lovely there's, name. There's a beautiful town, Wulawara town somewhere in uh, Australia called Wool Woolara. I don't know how to say it. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, it's surrounded by kangaroos. That's all. Sure. I know. Yeah. No. Of course. Um, so uh, apparently, uh, the Greens think that they have enough support to oh. set up an inquiry. I don't know what that means. They're going to ask some questions. They'll just uh, they'll inquire. Yeah. But it's a step. I mean, apparently, they have enough support from their coalition. Um, there are senators uh, Sterling Griff and Rex, Rex Patrick. Great names. Good job. Uh, the center alliance will support the motion, uh, although Patrick was very quick to note that it is, quote, not the same thing as supporting replacing the prayer. Right. But all they're saying, all, look, all they're calling for is don't make everybody say it. We'll just 
have a moment of silence where right. if you want to say it, you can say it. Right. To yourself. Quietly. Yeah. To you. Right. Well, to God, but to you. And, uh, and if you don't want to say the prayer, that's okay, too. It's amazing how prayer works that way or can work that way. Yeah. Right? That, that you get to choose whether you say a prayer or not. Yeah. You wouldn't know, wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> or if what's amazing you're participating in a prayer. Let let us note that in these United States and around the world, usually like I'm all for actual religious freedom, mm-hmm. but that term if it's spoken in a political context doesn't mean that. Mm. What they're looking for is religious privilege. Right. And that's different. What we want is separation of church and state. Yeah. That's what we really want. And the right for you to practice your religion as you please, as long as it doesn't break the law. And for me to not have to practice And it. for me to not ever have to, like, be a part of that. That I can opt out of all of them. Right. Yeah. That's, that's religious freedom. That's what we want. That's it. And Easy. go go greens in uh, in Australia for, yeah. for trying to make it happen on a tiny, small level. Yeah, you guys are so great in Australia. <laughs> awesome. Well done. They are kind of great. They are kind of great, and it okay. pisses me off. <laughs> Stop bragging about it. <laughs> Keep it to yourself, Australia. <laughs> Just quietly show us all the way. That would be nice. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you guys have anything you'd like to write in to say... Or if you want to brag about how great Australia is, you can do so by going by uh, writing to us podcast at pot. Thank God I'm atheist.com. I can't speak anymore. Or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. Sure. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yep. Hey, uh, regardless of those things, do go to the Facebook page, and uh, and that's facebook.com slash atheist and click that like button. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Request to join. Or, if you're on Reddit. Yeah. You know. And, and or. If you're on Reddit. We say in chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Look for the TGIA subreddit. Nope. Um, nope. TGI Atheist. Oh, shit. Yeah. You set it up, damn it. TGI Atheist subreddit. Yeah. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll be having, uh, a lively conversation there, I'm sure. We already, a bunch of people have already signed up. Yeah. Uh, some week. people had trouble finding it, but I looked for it at, it's, it's there. Reddit slash r slash TGI Atheist. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, great. Go, go there. Go check that out. Post. And, uh. Upvote, downvote. I don't know what the things are. No, no, no. Dan, don't downvote. Only upvote. Only upvote. We accept only upvoting. Downvoting is for is for rude people. <laughs> Not true. It's the way the whole thing works. All right. Okay. Uh, thanks, uh, guys. Yeah. Hey, Dan. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we got some a nice little quote here from Jim Baker that I want to I want to play. Oh, uh, it's, it's cute. You know, this is this is straight from, you know, his uh, his big giant infomercial for buckets of food. This guy but, is a master at <laughs> like it, what's amazing about this show. <laughs> and this usually our clips that we play don't show this pivot. Right. But the way that they are like. 
religious outrage, religious outrage by food. Like the the way that they make that pivot is amazing. They do yeah. not like it's blended perfectly. Yeah. This is and you're right to point out. This is not a show about religion. No, it's this is an infomercial about food that they mask that they like yeah. like it is amazing. They have gone all in on the buckets of food. Right. Second they say the word bucket, just understand that they're in to selling. Yeah. So, so this is a great transition. I love I love this. Here we go. God has spoken to us to prepare for what's coming. I believe Donald Trump was given by God yes. to give us a respite mm-hmm. and give us a time of prosperity. But do you think time the evil antichrist spirit is sitting back no they're fighting tooth and toenail uh-huh. <laughs> they're they're fighting the the president yes. they want to kill him yes and believe oh. me if they get one open shot someone will kill our president matter of fact right used yesterday uh they had to go and find somebody in pennsylvania that has made threats to the president of the united states to kill him yes this is real and when you talk about the prophet the prophets being here on this stage this is the number one thing that keeps saying jim Lori, audience we are living in the most prophetic time in history than any other time if that's the case we're getting the storehouse ready one bucket at a time and All you preppers yeah. that don't have coffee, this is your moment to start getting your coffee ready. Start stocking up on coffee. Bartering is going to yeah. be the number one thing. What do you think that would be worth when if if the sun don't shine? What would it be worth oh. if the, the 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 power goes out and there's no trucks running and the EMP bomb or whatever they're talking about for these last day events? This two gallon bucket mm-hmm. of packs of coffee. Yes, you could trade them. For whatsoever you want. That's it. You could probably get a new car for one packet of coffee. A new car! (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that your end times will be taken care of with a new car. Yeah. For one packet. He... Yeah, there's... He's not... didn't say bucket there. No. He's talking about this coffee is so valuable. Yeah. That this one little packet... It's amazing. (laughs) If you had told me, draw a line... Let's see if they can draw a line between from uh, end times to uh, they want to murder the president. Okay. Didn't hear them complaining when people wanted to murder our previous president. Right. But okay. Uh, to from that to prophecy. There's more prophecy than ever to coffee in less than a minute. To bartering system, to you got yourself a new car. Right, to a new car from God. Like, man, <laughs> you guys are like the word salad. You're not even trying to draw lines. You're just jumping. <laughs> I'm just going to change lanes. Like, they don't yeah. have to say anything. They can just say, they can just throw out co- keywords yeah. and be outraged about it and then coffee and yeah. then bucket. Yeah, food. It's it's amazing to me. Yeah, like they're, they're not at it. They're not even trying. 
to draw the lines anymore. And, and Lori's just in the background the whole time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's that, right. That's right. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sincere. I believe things. <laughs> I. Oh. She is. A new car. <laughs> I will agree to anything that you say. <laughs> that's right. I, w- I am blonde and I will nod. That's right. That's her job. I think her job is blonde and nod. Oh my goodness! Uh, well, we had some folks write into us uh, that I think uh, will will answer, um, ah. or they're answering us, oh, uh, really? including Rabbi Gruber, who did um, among uh, among others wrote into us. Uh, we had we had speculated on where the name of the airline LL comes from. It's the Al with uh, you. The Al. You went with Spanish. Good. <laughs> I think I think we can agree that. Uh, Israel's airlines do like Spanish uh-huh. uh, yeah. as as their thing. I had speculated that the word L meant God with my vast understanding of Hebrew. Mm. I had heard the word uh, L refer to God. Well, it turns out that I'm wrong. I'm using oh. the wrong version of L. Oh, no way. Uh, so in this case, L is L actually means to oh. or toward. Okay. And Al is up so toward up l al up uh, to up or to the to the sky i guess beautiful name uh rabbi gruber says in fact uh it, it has nothing to do with l the canaanite god father of baal uh the titular god in the canaanite pantheon um <laughs> i do believe that l am i wrong in this another another listener actually pointed out uh th- this is another israeli uh, that listens to our show uh, pointed out that L can be short for Elohim, uh, in which which is which is the uh, I think that's the the Hebrew God, not just Canaanites. <laughs> anyway, the words actually, uh, Rabbi Groover says the words actually sound different in the Ashkenazic and Yemenite uh, pronunciation, but not in the Sephardic pronunciation used by modern Hebrew speakers. So. Thanks for that clarification. <laughs> really great. Um, thanks, Rabbi Gruber. Yeah, uh, thanks. Uh, he's always he's always there to help us out. Quick to the draw too. Like he's good. If if you were in a, a gunfight in the West, um, I want I, you lose against yeah, this man. Yeah, I need. I, he's I he's want quick. Rabbi Gruber Gruber on our side always. Absolutely. Um, Emily wrote into us. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to read her whole thing, but uh, she's talking about you and I sort of shit on humankind a little bit in that we, yeah, we suck. We were saying that humans were the, like, I think what we said was something along the lines of that we're the, we're the smartest critter that we got. Ah, uh, yeah. But, uh, but we managed to do really stupid things consistently. Yeah. We're pretty, we're pretty dumb for how smart we are. Um, but Emily didn't like that. Uh, oh. I would like to address the recent uh, episode 339 on the negative view of humans and the actually quite damaging things it propagates. Firstly, on humans being really good at killing each other and nothing else uh, and, and really good at killing each other. She says actually quite the opposite. Read On Killing by David Grossman. Um, the evidence shows that s- since we are an incredibly social species that we are very weak on our own and our built-in empathy actually renders us incredibly ineffectual 
at killing. After all, uh, we are the we are the only species that cries out in empathetic pain and seek justice for killing and wrongdoing. Um, and yeah, I we're we're like we we shouldn't kill each other. We we understand that. Mm-hmm. Right up until we start killing each other. Right. We're, we are really good at it. Like, we have developed some really well, good I, I've methods. been to some of those, like, torture chamber museums mm-hmm. uh, in during oh, yeah. trips to Europe and elsewhere. Uh, yeah, no, we're clever. And, oh, we, and, and the whole social thing, like, if somebody feels like what they're doing is maintaining the social order by inflicting horror on others. Right. That's the problem. They're usually capable and willing to do so. That's my that's my perspective. Yeah. I mean, we we've created some pretty impressive yeah. uh devices for killing. I I, I would say that uh when the, this is this is sort of a classic problem with with humanity is that we yes, we are empathetic creatures, but our empathy has its bounds. Right. And, and, it's, we're, and it's we're tribal. willing to and we're yeah, we're willing to draw those lines. And dehumanize others and see them as lesser and as less worthy, less important. And dangerous and, and to dangerous, us. And dangerous. And our empathy runs out. Right. Right. And, we, or, and, or rather, we just apply it only to our in-group. Yeah, and, exactly. And we, I, that's essentially what I'm saying. We don't apply it to the out-group. Right. So we need to kill all of them because, right. oh my God, they might do something to us. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I, and, and so... So, it's, I mean, it's not like... We, yes, we do. We're really... We're very social. We're very pro-social species yeah as long as it's the in group and out group i mean i think i agree with emily for a lot of things that's why what i would say in general when this that we didn't say last time uh but emily raises an interesting point in question here um which is that's why i think it's really important for us to do empathy building exercises um as kids are going through school and even as adults in the workplace like we we need to have greater empathy. We need to expand our empathy. Right. And and so I would agree with Emily in that when we do feel empathy toward others, it is it is incredibly hard to do harm to them. And that's why and it's this better. is such an important like, topic. I think right? our point wasn't wasn't that uh, we as a species are so shitty that we should just give up. No, no. The point is the opposite. We need to be training ourselves to expand our our concentric circles of empathy. Exactly. Yeah. We need to we need to train the world to make their tribe all of everybody. Yeah. Your tribe is everybody. Right. That was that's our whole point. Um yeah, Emily closes by she I mean she's like uh, she goes all, she berates us about how intelligent our species is too and okay. she's right like yeah. you know yes we created the hadron collider and we created you know we can land right a robot on mars and that's when we're working together that's amazing that's and when it's, we're doing yeah it. it's that's great when things are working she <laughs> says why do we call out bigotry against races and genders and creeds but not against our own species well because we're a bunch of dum-dums <laughs> so <laughs> Look, this is not a one thing or the other point. Right. The point here is that humans are amazing uh-huh. and we act like idiots. Right. And we can't the point is that if we cheer ourselves on all the time and we're right. always just like go us, we're amazing, we forget to like go oh shit, but we were really dumb. Yeah. In X Y and Z. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And if we say, and to Emily's point, if we're only about like how shitty and awful we are, then mm-hmm. we give up on humanity mm-hmm. and, we, you know, yeah. people stopped voting and pe- all of that stuff. Right. So Emily's right to some extent. But we do have to point out the moments when we're just – and the thing is, good people mm-hmm. say and do horrific bad things mm. and we need to acknowledge that mm-hmm. about the nature of humanity. That yeah. Like good people can be led to do awful things yeah. because we're just dumb. Yeah, and we got to take that in. Okay, Emily. So we're going to agree to disagree on the greatness of humanity, <laughs> to some extent. Um, greetings from Sweden. Hi, Frank and Dan. Uh, this is from Andreas. Today, while having lunch, I saw a pair of young, well-groomed men wearing white shirts, ugly ties, very ass-clingy pants, and name tags. <laughs> Years of training from listening to your show sprung on, sprung into action. These were Mormon missionaries. Oh, my goodness. I was so excited, but I, just, I had just refi- received my food, so I, decided, I had to fight down the urge to run over and talk to them. They looked so goddamn lost and weird, and I was thinking that trying to convert people in Sweden must be one of the worst jobs a man can have. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 Anyway, I love the show, guys. Andreas, in Malmo... Uh, I don't know if I pronounced Malmo right. I don't know how the Swedes would say it, but there you yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, if, oh, those if missionaries, you, they're out there. If you see the missionaries out there, just know that, yes, they're doing the worst thing in the world. They're so sad. The Mormon missionaries yeah. having to go door to door trying to talk people into a religion that you basically don't really know anything about because you're 19 and right. all you've been taught 18, is... 18, man. Oh, 18, right. Now it's down to 18. Good Lord. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean, don't harass people. Don't harass the missionaries. But, you know, I see the impulse to go and talk to them. Yeah, you know, they're weird. They're weird. They won't, they will not tell you. They. It won't be a good, like, yeah. excuse me. Wow, it, it won't be a stirring, interesting conversation. No, no. Uh, but it might be interesting to you. But, you know, there are things that you can get from the missionaries. So it might be worth it, too. Uh, yes, yeah, so let us reiterate our point. <laughs> The official TGIA what to do with Mormon missionaries standpoint, which is get them to do some chores around your house. Absolutely. They will be happy to do it because do anything. They will do it. Well, I mean, here's the deal. They may not polish your dildo collection or whatever. Probably not. But they yeah, but they will be happy for the to 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 have something to do other than knocking more doors. Right. Like stoked. They will to be just, super like because not have that tedium going on. They're anymore. required to do a certain amount of service. That's part of their their sort yeah. of. The, so if they can count it as service, it counts for the day. They're not in trouble for not knocking doors or whatever. You're helping them, right? So all you have to say is, "Look, I'm not interested in your in your religion, but I will give you water. I will give you a little bit of food if you want it." Right. And uh, and I need help moving these, building these shelves, or mowing my lawn, <laughs> or I'm changing my whole garden. Do you guys want to be a part of it? Yeah. To which they will say yes, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And then don't pay them. No, 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 no. You, you don't, don't have do to pay not them. Have to pay them. Don't pay them. I strongly discourage giving them any money. Don't give them money. Give them, feed them, water First them. All, they wouldn't accept it. Right. I, I don't think they would. They shouldn't. 
but feed them and water them, and they will be your happy slaves. Yeah. So be upfront about the whole no, no, don't, 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 don't talk. Jesus you can be to me. totally upfront. You can say, "Look, I'm not interested in your religion. I'm not. But if you want to help me with X project, I would. I could use the help. They'll be there in a heartbeat. <laughs> they might bring friends. Ugh, so it's possible. Anyway, uh, there you go. Uh, thanks for writing in, everybody. Do we have some folks to thank? We have a new uh, faithful listener, Dan. Okay. Uh, Adam. So thank you very much, Adam, for joining the ranks. Um, Adam is somebody who went to uh, our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and clicked on the support tab. Yeah. Uh, uh, upon which he was taken to Patreon. Which is a different website. A different website. But... Uh, it took him directly to our campaign on Patreon right. uh, to uh, fund the show, uh, improve the show, so forth and so on. And if you would like to join Adam, yeah, you can do the exact same thing. Yeah. Just go there. Uh, it's what keeps us going. It, yeah. And frankly, it's, it's tough to keep the numbers up. Yeah. So if you have the impulse, if it feels like something uh, that you could do and you, and you appreciate what we do, we, we certainly appreciate it. Uh, those who uh, who contribute, yeah, including, including our uh, long time now, Lord and Savior, the yes. Archangela herself, Angela. It, long may she wave, uh, <laughs> in the name of the Mother and the Daughter, and the Holy Ghostess. So Dan, yeah, the, uh, just a, a couple days ago, a few days ago, uh, this nation, Dan, this blessed, blessed nation, was celebrating these United States of America <laughs> was celebrating a, a, a milestone. Do I need to stand for this? Huh? Put my mm-hmm. hand over my heart? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you should. Okay. Um, the, the 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 it was the annual celebration of the Declaration of Independence. Uh, Thirteen we, colonies. The we, original. We call 13. it Independence Day. Yeah, uh, it's the day that, or we just call it the Fourth of July. The Fourth of July, <laughs> the day that we engaged in treason against uh, our British overlords. Yeah, and uh, and it's only treason if you lose. So we won, and <laughs> so now it's not treason. So anymore. it was revolution. Yeah, was exactly. Amazing, Dan. Oh, so we're amazing. So as Americans, I, I got to say this year didn't feel I didn't feel tremendously patriotic this year. <laughs> I didn't feel tremendously uh, I moved to uh, to celebrate my country. Yeah, it feels it feels like it's in it's in a downturn. It's in a bad spot right now. Yeah. But one spot where things were really bright was down in Provo, Utah, Dan. W- were they so bright? <laughs> Were they? You, you were down there, right? I was. No, no, not. Where's, I don't do that anymore. Oh, we don't. Be, ever since uh, Grandpa died, we don't go down oh. to, down to Provo for the for the fourth anymore. We do oh, it up no, here. But you've been to the Freedom Festival parade before. Have I you? I have done. Yeah, I have indeed. It is the biggest parade I think in the state. Is that what they're claiming now? I think it is. Isn't it? it we'll just is. say it is. It's one of it's the biggest. Outlandish. It's got to be top three. Yeah. Uh, it's huge. It's, yeah. it's, uh, you know, they do the big, 
They do the big Macy's uh, style balloons. Oh, do they? They do. Uh, they 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 got you got your marching bands. No way. You got your uh, floats. Nice. I gotta admit, I don't get parades at all. I don't understand them. I don't know what you're doing. You're, you're just, walking down. You're walking down, and I'm waving at you. Yes. Well, you're, you're oftentimes waving at each other. Right. Which is nice. It's friendly. <laughs> Hi. Just- Hi there feels so strange to me i've never understood what they are i i it's like a celebration them. dan is it it's a weird way to celebrate i gotta say it's super fun anyway just people having a good old time waving their flags and of course anybody's welcome to enter uh this parade uh as long as you're on theme <laughs> right they Which say is, uh jingoistic american uh patriotism yeah right? i think the theme can be summed up in the just the word murka <laughs> right uh or rather they say anybody's welcome as long as they're on theme right there's been some trouble with that some people tested that uh well they've that, been tested they've been testing that mm-hmm. idea for a few years now and they've been told no uh Should so say who it is yes it, yes please say who it is it's the gays. It's the gays. It's the gays, the lesbians, the uh, the the T's and the Q's included. The B's, uh, the B's, the T's, the L's, the G's, uh, all of them. All of them trying to get into the parade. None of them ever have ha- having had success uh, as a group. As a group. Well, that's true. I would assume there's been a gay person somewhere. I assume there's been many gays in the parade. <laughs> But none of them holding a sign that says LGBTQ right. appreciation or whatever. Right. Uh, they've been try- Organizations have been trying for years now. There was a big kerfuffle last year where uh, they were- last year, I believe they were accepted and then later just revoked, revoked. Yeah. They were let in and then they were out kind of last minute. If I remember correctly, mm-hmm. yeah, they love to do that. Yeah. Pull pull the rug right out from under you. It's like it's like uh, what what's her name in the football with Charlie Brown? Sally, Sally, just Susie, mm, Lucy, Lucy. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead and kick the ball. Yoink! Yeah, psych. You don't get to be in the parade, right? Well, this year, so yeah, they lined the whole thing up. They, um, they applied again. Uh, uh, yeah, and they were. Um, let's see, they they were. Initially told no. There was yes. Then correct. they were told yes. They were told but no with some stipula- like really strict stipulations. And then they were told no again. Right. At which point they had a big old meeting, right? Including um, like like uh the Provo mayor got involved. Like there was a county commissioner who was really important, a Utah County Commissioner who played a, a big vital part in this whole thing and who was promoting getting the, the LGBT qia groups in right right? because Um, the thing is that this is put on by an organization that is not a government organization it's called the freedom something right freedom festival something right uh and but they do take government money right and some resources right and as such when you get that kind of stuff the government says you have to be welcoming to everyone and these are the groups that are protected and they are allowed right you have to be inclusive and they (laughs) didn't want to let the gays in right so anyway so there's this big old meet so they labeled all the gay the gay organizations uh activist organizations and they're like this isn't an activist thing right and literally 
ladies and gentlemen, you have to understand, these are the least activist organizations in the world. It's like P flag. Like right. their activism is like be nice. Yeah, their entire that's the entirety of their mm-hmm. activism. And there's is, a there's a there's a gay center, an LGBTQ center down in Provo, Provo Pride that wanted to you know march and everything. So right. anyway, they all get together. They have this big meeting. A couple of people who were in the meeting uh, described it as the most uh, one of the roughest meetings they've ever been in, in their life. Wow. Uh, because it was obviously heated and contentious. Uh, and uh, there was much emotion, apparently. Yeah. And but yeah, they think? come out of the meeting with the guarantees that as long as they're, you know, they're waving flags and being, you know, pro-America. Being American. Uh, then they're more than welcome. Well, not more than welcome. They, they will be allowed. They will be tolerated. <laughs> in the parade <laughs> and then at the at the uh basically the 11th hour um the day before uh so on the third they they were revoked again and then in the, then the 11th hour and 30 minutes they were given permission here's the thing like it was just as quick back and forth right at the very end obviously the right people got on the phone and were like Knock it off, they're in, or the whole thing's called off. Right. Well, here's the thing about this. If you're so fucking conservative that the mayor of Provo, Utah <laughs> is in is stepping in to say, back it off a couple notches, <laughs> dickweed, you've gone way too far. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not like the it's not like Provo is a blue dot. Oh no. Provo is oh, not no, no. electing any liberal mayors. Home of BY Brigham Young University. Provo, Utah is like it's Stepford. Yeah. It's like everybody's got to smile and be Mormon. And if you don't, then you're the weirdo. You're the outcast. You're the whatever. It's their Colorado Springs. It, right. It it's, is. It's their Orange County. Right. It's, 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 yeah. It is. I mean, Utah is the reddest of the red states. Right. Provo is is no exception to that right yeah uh so yeah to get to, to to be to the point where the parade is being like scolded by provo politicians yeah. you've Yay! gone you've gone very far yeah. so did the gays get to march yes thank god they did it thank god they made it, it into the thing that makes no sense to me and it was a above the headline photo in today's tribune yeah uh they uh it was uh in fact the tribune's banner was sort of burned into the photo of uh people marching mm-hmm. the, the 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 gays marching in, in the provo parade it's really fantastic dan yeah it's, it's progress it's these little babies oh my god this shouldn't need to still be happening let me tell you something it is not like there were go-go boys in tiny shorts and like fabulous it was not that no this was this was the khaki and polo set yeah this is the button-down gaze this is as gentle an introduction to homosexuality as you could possibly imagine in provo yeah this was the this was the log cabin they're Fuck. not throwing glitter. Yeah, I'm right. Uh-huh. This is gays for Trump, is what this is. <laughs> but they were there. At it's least confusing. Got, I know, but. but but they made it in. They made it in. Uh, this is and this is a big pro- thing in Utah because 
you know, Mormonism is passive aggressive, but man, are they hardcore about it. Yeah. And they get aggressive aggressive when it's their kid. Right. And so and even when they're not like, you know, you've got a little you've got a kid in a in a family who is he's the only one who knows he's gay. She's the or she's the only one that knows she's gay. The family doesn't know it. Yeah. And then they hear this rhetoric about I'd rather have a a kid that was I'd rather have a kid dead than gay in my family. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> or the, you know, just or they they hear their parents talking about the shame of the Johnsons down the street mm-hmm. who have a gay kid. Right. And Utah has one of the highest teen suicide rates yeah. in the country. Yeah. Because of that. Because the Mormons. So, yeah, when Encircle, which is an LGBT youth resource center based in Provo, mm-hmm. wants to march in the parade, it's a big deal that they get to. Yeah. It's really important yeah. that they get to do it. Uh, that they get that visibility that some gay kid might be sitting with his family and see these people passing by that are like healthy, good adult people who are either gay or gay supporting. They shop at the Gap too. Right. You know. Right. So, yeah. Hooray. Yeah. I mean, this is, but this is, uh, again, part of the uh, the ongoing battle uh, for just human dignity against religion right because religion does not support basic human kindness and dignity a little too much a little too often yeah that's what we get i know dan so hooray they marched in the parade are you are you thrilled oh my heart's just swelling dan You know, like, yeah, I think it's great. I think it's important. It's a, uh, um, you know, more and more of these folks who do these pseudo public events need to understand that we're, you know, they they, they can't go around being bigots and prejudiced and, you know, they they just can't do it. It's not allowed. That's not, that's not the country we live in. Right. We, we need to do like, maybe let this happen a couple years in a row and then we need to do to try to get a float in called Atheists. red white and fabulous <laughs> that that is the go-go boys and like yeah. and you know and the you know dykes on bikes or whatever and just yeah, their speedos are red white and blue yeah exactly How more patriotic than that can you be right they love our country they just don't want to wear clothes right very much what you do first is you get some straights to uh push the limits a little bit yeah right and then when the gays come along they're like well but they're doing it right exactly we'll do red white and fabulous but it'll be straight people yeah who are super into like like we'll get the kink community to try and get it oh jesus (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys brainstorm it and let us know you can write to us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com and and give us your ideas for what should be in the parade to make things easier on the LG- on the button-down LGBTQ <laughs> people. Call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Correct. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist, and uh, click that like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Request to join. It is a closed group. 
but we will let you in. That's right. And speaking of Facebook, thanks so much. Go out to uh, to Mackenzie for the her hard work on the Facebook page, mm-hmm. and to Amy, Danny, and Sarah for their work as moderators in the mall in the members only lounge. And I'd like to get a plug in for the new, brand new, shiny, spanking new. Uh, subreddit. Yeah. Uh, TGI Atheist subreddit. Uh, go check that out if you're on Reddit. Still got um, that new sub smell. Yeah, we're uh, we're getting it up and, and running. We have some comments. We have people coming out of the woodwork, and uh, and it's great. Yep. So check that out if that intrigues you. Absolutely. Uh, also, we do need to thank the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. And thanks again to our patrons, and thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. Bye.